Oh, what is up? Good Thursday afternoon to you. Christian Gokel alongside Cam Urshery and PJ Zuko. Glad to have y'all hanging out here with us. lot to dive into today on the show. Big news on the Georgia front in terms of transfers and players coming back. We're going to react to that. Uh, also, Kevin Thomas, dad of the year, or should we be worried about his son? Because he said something on the show yesterday that I'm going to take issue with, and I'm going to rep- represent his son as the ESPN Coastal lawyer here, because I, I didn't appreciate that. Uh, also going to look at the weird minds of Georgia fans, because we we know it can get twisted after 41 years of waiting for a national championship, but it seems like, uh, you know, Georgia fans already getting to the point where they don't just want to win the national championship, they want to win the national championship and do it a way that makes them happy. So we'll dive into that as well. And then uh, another theoretical question for PJ which I know is his favorite thing to do. But let's dive into the news here. JT Daniels has entered the transfer portal. I don't think that surprises anyone. I don't think it should surprise anyone, right? Because you knew that Georgia had a couple guys in there and Brock Vandegrift and Gunnar Stockton. I should say more a couple. uh, Three guys, Carson Beck, who are going to be pushing for that spot. JT Daniels, it just seemed like once the move was made to rock with Stetson Bennett, he was on his way out at the end of the season. The one that I thought was shocking yesterday was Jermaine Burton. For those of you who don't know, Jermaine Burton, uh, Georgia's second leading receiver this past season, has announced he is entering the transfer portal. So Georgia going to be without him, as well as George Pickens, who is now gone as well. So Georgia now dealing with a ton of replacements inside the wide receiver room. We're going to dive into George, uh, the, excuse me, the Jermaine Burton one here in a second. Uh, and then the Biggest one of the day yesterday, Stetson Bennett announces he is returning for Georgia. Don't know if that means as their starting quarterback, that is yet to be seen, but he is returning to the University of Georgia for another season. So let's go with these one by one. Uh, Let's start with the first one that was announced yesterday, which is JT Daniels saying he is entering the transfer portal. I mean, we, we have now reached the culmination of JT Daniels in Athens, which it started with him transferring in at the same time as a couple of other guys into the program when that Jake Fromm announced that he was going pro, you went and you get him uh, and a couple other quarterbacks there who are now playing for other teams or just completely done with football. So he comes in, you think he's going to be the guy, he's still coming off of an ACL, eventually works his way back to being the starting quarterback at Georgia, has a really nice four-game stretch, goes 4-0 uh, at the end of the 2020 season, include, including winning the Peach Bowl, comes in, beats Clemson in his first start, and then... We don't really see him again. He does make a couple more starts there uh, against South Carolina, and I believe he started against Vanderbilt as well. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, fairly limited JT Daniels experiment in Athens. I mean, how, how do you think Georgia fans are going to remember him, and what do you expect next from him? Ooh, um, I think is is just, and it's weird to say this because yeah, it's Stetson Bennett when you went on to win a national championship. Was he the sole reason you won the national championship? Not necessarily, but he did what he needed to do, right? And I think with with JT Daniels, like how he's going to be remembered, especially to me, is unseen and and like lost potential, right? Because it was always if he can get healthy, if he can get on the field. And then we saw it for a glimpse. We saw it for a little bit, really being able to stretch the field and and I think played pretty well 
as he got into this system and as he kind of found himself building chemistry with the wide receivers in the second half of last season, and then you come into this season and it's kind of the, the injury thing all over again. And once, I mean, He was a Heisman favorite yeah. slash first-round pick at the beginning of the season. Exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's If everything can go right and if he can put it all together and stay on the field, man, this is what he can do. But how many people do we say that about, yeah. right? So... It doesn't happen. Stetson gets the job and keeps the job for, for the rest of the time. So I think it's just potential, right? Lost potential um, for what maybe the offense could have been with him there, and I think that's what fans will will think of. Also, I mean, as someone who who likes to watch the sidelines and, and see how people react to things and whatnot, like I thought JT, like I commend him for for the way he was always around Stetson Bennett, always seemed to be encouraging I don't him know. and things I, like I, that. I kind of like, hate that. Yeah. No, I, I kind of hate that. I, I keep hearing that over and over again. It's like, look how good of a guy JT Daniels is standing on the sideline encouraging his teammates. Isn't that what you're supposed to do as a football player? Like, aren't you supposed like do, like if a wide yeah. receiver well, goes? Yeah. No, if a wide receiver goes and daps up another wide receiver that just caught a pass while he was standing on the sideline, the guy catches the touchdown, he daps him up. Do we see any tweets like, look how good of a teammate teammate this guy is? <laughs> if you see an offensive right. lineman who wasn't playing, uh, hug his uh, center that comes off the field after they go on like a, a, dr- a game winning drive, and the dude bull rushes somebody into the end zone. Like, do we see them be like, wow? That center, he gets it. What a great teammate. So just because JT Daniels wasn't being petulant on the sideline, he's a he's a he's a super teammate. I mean, he's not amazing, but I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's not a good teammate. I'm just I, I'm I find it fascinating when people say that is like, wow, look how good of a teammate he is. It it can be, but I think it's also one of the select positions where like there's only one, like that's it, right? Like wide receiver, you can kind of fill slots in a lot of different ways and things like that. And let's. Let's be like quarterback is one of the most publicized and looked at and like let's be real like egocentric uh, type of positions out there. So when you see a guy basically get benched because let, let, that's the thing going into the season, it was a battle, but he he won the starting job. And then he got injured. Stetson Bennett took over and and never looked back, which he won that job and and good for him. But I think like if you see a wide receiver be in that same situation or get benched for another guy. And then, yes, you do see him go, like, that's a good sign. But I, I don't know. I know what you mean by I, that, you, though. You, there, there's no, also you, a you know me that, with quarterbacks. Like, I, I feel like we treat quarterbacks so differently than every other position when it's not. It's whatever gives your team the best chance to win, right, when it comes down to deciding who the quarterback's going to be. Because the whole yeah. thing this year was, does Kirby just like Stetson more? No. Kirby just felt like uh, Stetson gave him the best chance to win the national championship. And look, he ended up being correct about this, but we treat the quarterback so much different. There's like this relationship thing and how the team reacts. You know what the team reacts well to? Players who help them win. And so if a linebacker is going to give you a better chance to win than another linebacker, then hell yeah, that linebacker is going to start over him. For whatever reasons, we, we treat quarterbacks completely differently. And I think... I get it in the NFL. I get like it's because it's you're talking about hundred million dollar investments in the NFL. But in college, I really don't get it. Like I, Spencer Rattler at the beginning of the year was supposed to win the Heisman, and he gets benched for Caleb Williams. Like they're gonna play who gives them the best chance to win. Yeah, I err on the side yeah. of what PJ only because quarterback is the only position I think in sports where it's kind of like that. Okay, so JT Daniels when he started at Georgia, he's the he he went undefeated. He's never lost a game since he started at Georgia. Now, granted, he got injured. That's why Stetson Bennett won the job. I don't think necessarily if JT oh, Daniels. Okay, to be fair to Stetson, JT Daniels never started a game against Alabama. 
Uh, no, I mean, yeah, to be fair against Stetson, but what I'm saying is if JT Daniels doesn't get hurt, Stetson Bennett doesn't win that job this year. JT Daniels is the quarterback for the rest of the season. I say he's a good teammate only because this is a guy who came in as a Heisman front runner, never played bad. He's never had a bad game in his starts. He just lost the job as far as being injured and it's still being a good teammate because I know guys in the NFL, they make millions, I mean, millions and hundreds of but, thousands but Kim, of stuff. But, Kim, why do we point that out? But, look, I say this because when you're also in college, you're trying to get to that step to make millions and make hundreds of thousands. So when you don't get that opportunity there at Georgia, that Stetson Bennett won. It's a lot of quarterbacks. I like Stetson Bennett. I like what he did for the school. I like what he did for Georgia. But it's other quarterbacks you could have put in the position. But there's a ton to of win. there's a ton of five star wide receivers. To your point, you said wide receivers. There's a ton of five star wide receivers standing on Georgia's sideline who don't get to play. But the thing until is, it's garbage time. But but the thing is, with wide receivers, you can always put them in different units and different packages. You don't put quarterbacks in different units and different packages. No, there's a there are, I could put a slot wide receiver at the third and fourth string spot. Who's might be first string? Right, the next, but literally, the next Jermaine snap. Burton, who we're about to talk about, is transferring out, even though he started. Because he didn't get enough reps, and, and think that's about, but, but think about the guys who are behind him, who are five stars coming out of high school, thinking like, "I'm the guy. I need my shots. I need to get on the field. I need to play." Who don't get on the field? But I could put them. I could put them in a package where they're doing they're a not. wildcat. But what I'm saying, I'm, is, I know, but what I'm, I know, is but what I'm saying is they have an opportunity to put, get put in the slot. JT Daniels does not have an opportunity to get in the game. If in the no, but what I'm talking about is there are multiple wide receivers for Georgia or tight ends for Georgia uh, or offensive linemen for Georgia who were just as highly ranked as JT Daniels coming out of high school who didn't get to play a snap in, in times that mattered. I, you, could, you could put them in later in the game just like you did with JT Daniels when you're kicking the crap out of somebody, but they weren't getting any significant intri- reps, but we don't we don't congratulate them for I'll being great teammates. You, on this. you can have four wide receivers on the field at a time, right? Are you going to have two quarterbacks on the field at a time? You can only have one no, quarterback Cam, you're on the my, field. Cam, you're missing my point. No, you're missing my point. I'm there not. Are, you're missing my point. There are like there. Are, I would say Georgia has between ten and twelve wide receivers on the roster. They have four scholarship quarterbacks on the roster. Right? You're not going to play twelve different wide receivers in a game. No. What I'm getting at is you, as a wide receiver, you have more opportunity to play. I could put four wide receivers on the field. I can only put one quarterback on the field. So if I have four quarterbacks, if I have four quarterbacks, only one quarterback is playing. If I have 12 wide receivers, I could possibly play but, but, six to eight wide receivers. But they're not all going to play. No, I'm saying I know they're not all going to play, but they have more of a possibility to play than the backup or the third-string quarterback. You can only have one quarterback in the game at a time, but you can have four, and you can go to the six-string wide receiver if you feel like you need to do so. You're not going to a six-string QB because there's no six QB. I just I put, I put absolutely zero stock in – if they do to being a quote unquote good teammate. Now, flip side of that, if he is petulant on the sideline and yeah. and causing a scene, I'd put a lot of stock into that because that tells you about that dude as a person. But dapping up his teammate coming off the sideline, winning the national championship, who doesn't do that? I mean, that's fine. That's that's one instance. But I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you that quarterbacks have a, a bigger it's just, it's, because it's at the weird. end of the day, it's weird because this all comes we're back giving to- him credit for not causing a stir. I mean, it all comes back to quarterbacks having a bigger microscope on them than than yeah, it's the, it's literally than the, the most important position in sports. A, absolutely. So that's why sometimes people are going to say something about a quarterback that they wouldn't say about the 11th wide receiver. I'm not saying the 11th wide receiver on the team that's on the practice squad or whatever isn't a bad, isn't a good teammate or is a bad teammate. I'm just mentioning that it. You know, he could have. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll say as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan who's been mm-hmm. that way for a while, like. Ben Roethlisberger was a pretty good quarterback. He was a pretty bad teammate. 
for most of the time, he's like, he vocally said it about a lot of people. Like, I'm, I'm not supposed to give him tips. Who cares? He's coming for my job. Like, I'm just going to, I'm like, all right, man. Well, you're about to retire in half a year. So, like, it'd be great if you could maybe help someone a little bit take over the job after you. Yeah, but I, it, that, regardless, like. I don't know. I, Brett Favre said the same thing. And people like were like, hell yeah, Brett. Yeah, I've seen guys complain like Brett Favre did not like Aaron Rodgers coming in. But but, but think about what you're saying there. Carson now we've completely Wentz. gone off the rails. We'll talk about Jermaine Burton in the next segment. We've completely gone off the rails here. Oh, like, yeah, but sure. no, I think it's two completely different things because inside of college football now with the transfer portal, and even though JT is going to be in the transfer portal, but he's technically a grad transfer. He has to graduate from Georgia before he transfers because he's already transferred once. Uh, he And to avoid sitting out a year. It's different in college now with the transfer portal because if you don't play, you can just go play somewhere else now with a free year of eligibility. When you're talking about Brett Favre, you're talking about Ben Roethlisberger, they're talking about their paychecks. They're talking about their actual job. That's like them saying, hey, PJ, I'm going to bring somebody in here that talks about NASCAR and high school football, and I need you to give him tips to make him better so he can take your show. It's kind of the same thing with JT, though. It's not. Because okay, JT I'm, has a chance in college to go play somewhere he else. He has he a to. chance, but imagine this. If JT doesn't get injured, he wins the national championship with Georgia. I guarantee you JT Daniels is the first or second round pick this year. Okay, well, that brings that me my next point. That brings me my next point, because I want to talk about weird Georgia fans. We'll talk about Jermaine Burton, and we'll talk about – uh, Stetson a little bit more in the next segment. What was the dream for Georgia fans at the beginning of this year? No, oh, no, no. No, no, I no, 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 hold on. no I'm, just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. What was the oh, dream? No, national championship. What was the dream? National championship, JT Daniels yeah. thrown for 4,000 yards and being a first-round pick. No, I didn't care about that. No, no, I needed saying, a ring. But I'm saying, he's at, that was the narrative, right? He's at SEC Media Days. He's the starting yeah. quarterback at the beginning oh, yeah. of the year. Georgia's going to open up the offense with Todd Munkin, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be JT Daniels. If if you want to win a national championship, he's going to have to carry you there. That was the narrative at the beginning of the year. And so if I had told you as a Georgia fan at the beginning of the year, you're going to win the national championship. Uh, JT Daniels will have a great year. He'll be a first-round pick. He's gone. Stetson Bennett's coming back. You're taking that in a heartbeat, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. You win a national championship. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You Why are you thinking about it? You won a national championship. No, no. I, I was just thinking so, for a second. So you won a national championship. I change a couple things in there, but the results are the same. You win a national championship, JT Daniels is still gone, and Stetson Bennett's back. That's the and only now thing. Georgia fans are mad. No, no, I'm not mad. I think the no, only there, thing there is a significant amount of the Georgia fan base right now that is upset that Stetson Bennett decided to come back and JT Daniels is transferring out. I will put it like this: I, I, I find it fascinating. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's insane. It's kind of weird. Like I understand. I was talking to a couple of guys, a couple of buddies, and um, they're like, you know. They wish Georgia would allow, allow, you know, JT, I mean, not JT, Stetson Bennett to kind of, you know, move on and stuff like that. And I kind of agree. Um, only because of the simple fact you're bringing in a lot of other quarterbacks. Five, what so does you that agree, tell so the wait, So wait, hold on, just so we can get it on the air. You agree that Stetson Bennett should have left? Yeah, I really uh-huh. do. I mean, I like Stetson Bennett, but at the same can time. We, can, I, can I dig in like and, and psychoanalyze you real quick? Yeah. And just yeah. kind of like just scrape off what that actually means? Yeah, what? you don't want Stetson Bennett to be the starting quarterback week one against Oregon. No, I'm not a huge proponent or fan of it, only because of the simple right. fact. I just I think anybody who says Stetson Bennett should have ridden off into the sunset really means I don't want Stetson Bennett to be the starting quarterback next year. No, this is what I'm saying. I'm not a huge fan of the proponent of him coming back into the sixth year, only because Kirby is recruiting just crazy. Like you're getting Gunnar Stockton coming in five star, Rock Vandergriff, he's a five star sitting behind you. Carson Beck's a four star. At some what point in time are you going to play some of these recruits? Or they look at you and say, why are you getting all these five stars? You're not playing on them. How am I a recruit? And I know I'm, a, I'm about to play at Georgia. And I think with Stetson Bennett, 
Yes, they won the national championship, but there's a lot of other QBs you could have put in his shoes and they still won that national championship based off the defense and the scheme. I think a lot of people feel like that, but at the same time, he threw for, what, 577 yards and five touchdowns in two playoff games. If I if I scratch off Stetson Bennett's name and I put JT Daniels there, you're like, that's a hell of a job by JT. No, I mean, it's a hell of a job by anybody, but I would say this. It's other quarterbacks you could put in that in that same light, in those same shoes, and do the same thing. I mean, Georgia's defense only gave up 29 points in two games. Just amazing that we're a week I, I and a half removed from him one. winning the national championship as a first quarterback since in 1980. I mean, but, I've all, but one thing, everybody could give me credit. I've always stood on the same hill that I'm saying right now. Yes, yes, stay have. consistent. Yeah. I, I have that. That's the hill that Cameron's yeah. willing to die on. Uh, yeah, it's a hill I'm willing to die on, boy. But, I mean, Georgia, they gave up 14 and a half points in two games. I don't think is that's there, ever is happened. Is there anything Stetson Bennett could do, including like going undefeated and winning a national championship next year, that would convince you that he's the best option at quarterback? No, I don't know if he's the best option. What I will say is he's the safest, though. I will say he's, like, the safest option. I don't know if he's the best option. I think it's okay to say he's good. No, no, Stetson Bennett is good. No, he's really good. But I think there is other guys behind him that are just really talented where it's, like, it could take you to the, the literal, like, you win a national championship, kind of like in a year where Alabama, Alabama's coming back full force next year. You've seen where they have nine of the 11 players coming back on defense. I don't know if yeah, the no. same kind of thing you do this year is going to work next year. Okay, that's a good transition. We're gonna. He, he said Alabama. Keep Alabama <laughs> in the back of your mind as we go to break here because we're going to talk about Alabama next when we carry on this conversation. This is a contentious second down right here on ESPN Radio. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Christian Gokel alongside Cam Mercury and just a dagger-eyed P.J. Zuko just <laughs> staring daggers in my chest right now. Good. Listen, I'm sorry I made you the poster boy for supportive quarterback teammate <laughs> controversy, but that just drives me crazy. Like that picture of Stetson and JT has been circling everywhere, and it's like, man, what a great teammate. He's like, just JT like Daniels. standing beside him. And then, once yeah. again, I'm not saying JT Daniels isn't a great teammate. I just find it interesting that we always do that with quarterbacks, i.e. Spencer Rattler standing on the sideline after Caleb Williams takes his job, and just because he's not causing a scene, man, he's just – Right. What a, what a great guy out there. Uh, let's talk about Jermaine Burton. Georgia's second leading receiver this year. He has announced that he is in the transfer portal. Uh, just over 50 catches uh, in his career for Georgia. A lot of bombs. I think his, his coming out party was at Mississippi State game uh, back in 2020. JT Daniels' first game. And so a lot of people were excited about that connection. Well, now that connection uh, is officially gone. I told you to keep Alabama in the back of your mind during the break. There's a reason. Alabama has emerged as an early favorite to land Jermaine Burton. And I think this is, a, oh, Cam, the pain that just flashed across <laughs> Cam's face. No, are you for real? Yeah, that is a that is a real report uh, that has come out from a few different sources now uh, on Twitter. And That's I think bad. it makes sense. That's bad. In two seasons, he's got about 50 targets. If he goes to Alabama, he'll hit that, or 50 catches. If he goes to Alabama, he'll hit that in about four weeks. Mm-hmm. That's bad. It's, it's a business decision. It's the same thing Jermaine Johnson did Last year, playing outside linebacker at Georgia, uh, it, is it a better situation for me to get to the next level is what they're thinking about. Jermaine Johnson goes to Florida State knowing he's not going to win as many football games, but knowing he's going to get a lot more playing time, goes down there, earns a spot, wins ACC Defensive Player of the Year, and has now improved his draft stock. Jermaine Burton's thinking, I could probably go to Alabama for one year, get 80 catches, probably close to 1,000 yards. First-round pick, yeah, like the whole correct. new pipeline. So, I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I think it makes sense to 
when you think about just like scheme and and what mm-hmm. he does the best, stretching the field and and getting down there and making those big plays, making those solid catches. And you look at what Alabama has turned into offensively, and it, it just it fits all too well. It fits all too well. So he could he could be the um the 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 Williams uh, yeah. story for for next Correct. year. So I guarantee that's what he's looking at. Yeah. Right you know now what too. that's telling me too. Georgia hasn't necessarily caught up to the offensive side of the football as if some of the other teams in college football, as far as stretching the field and playing kind of, you know, that new spread offense maybe. That's interesting because Georgia had more explosive plays this year than Alabama. Yeah, I don't – man, it's just – I don't know, man. That's heartbreaking hearing that. I mean, I know A.D. Mitchell, he's – I mean – Okay, so I I think this is another thing to look at And we had a kid that got injured, right? 10. Uh, Arian, no, 10? not 10, uh, 11. Arian Smith. Arian Smith. Uh, okay. Kyrus Jackson, I don't think he's made an announcement yet either, so he'll probably be back. Uh, so, Georgia's not hurting for wide receivers, but Jermaine Burton was going to be probably your leading guy next year. I think A.D. Mitchell has a chance to be better, but Jermaine Burton's a awesome deep threat, and I think he fits really well into what Alabama has to do. But I don't, like, people freaking out about it. Georgia's not going to be hurting for pass catchers next year. You have, no. as of right now, you still have Darnell Washington. Brock Bowers, in uh, accepting... I think it was the football writers of America, like freshman of the year. Uh, he basically stated, I'm going to be at Georgia for the next two years. Cause Shane Beamer was like, we, we still got to deal with you for two more years. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you got, you got to deal with me for two more years. That was actually a funny story because Shane Beamer uh, on that, that it was just a zoom conference said his son was like, wait, he's a freshman. I yeah. thought he was a senior. <laughs> and it's like, his dad's like, yeah, we got to deal with him for a couple more years. So you have Brock Bowers back. And then Darnell Washington, we haven't heard anything from him yet, but you have the Oscar Delp kid coming in who's uh, all everything tight end. And then Eric Gilbert, a lot of indications are starting to surface that he will be suiting up for Georgia next year. If he does suit up for anybody, it will be Georgia. But so you could have him back. You got two four-star wide receivers you got, coming in. You got a, And Georgia's been recruiting wide receivers really well. You have guys sitting on the bench uh, that – could play for a lot of teams across the country. So Georgia not hurting for pass catchers next year. Running backs are going to be solid. Only offensive lineman you really use is Jamar Sawyer. It's going to be the quarterback position that people are keeping their eyes on. But I do find it fascinating because now it has become kind of what PJ said. It's a system thing where, okay, I'm a sophomore. I've gone through two years. I really like the school, but this this year I want to go pro after this year. Let me go to a situation that gives me a best chance to get some tape. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's exactly what just happened is Jermaine Burton – like it's not for winning, right? Yeah. You just won a national championship. You're right. leaving a national champion. But the other thing I got from this is uh, Nick Saban does everything better than everybody. Look at look at their everybody. hall just this year. They get Eli Ricks from LSU, who's might be the best corner in the country. They go and get Jameer Gibbs, who is an All American at Georgia Tech, and then they just went and took Georgia's best receiver, Georgia's yeah best receiver. Oh, just people. beat them. Yeah, correct. Oh. Well, who, that, that, who toasted them on the drive that Georgia took the lead on? Yeah. yeah, he he caught the comeback route and then he cooked the guy on the other side that drug him down. Nick Saban's over there like that's what I that'll want work. This yeah, that'll work. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll go ahead and give him a call. That's the thing too, though. He's he's transferring because of of playing time and not getting enough reps or, or grabs, right? He's sitting there on the sideline, and, and that, what they played Alabama two times this year. And he's so, like, man, they threw the ball a hundred times. Yeah, he's sitting there on the sideline like. Okay, I think I could work well in that. Mm-hmm. So, like, no longer—that's the thing. No longer is the day where you look over to the sideline yeah. and it's like, man, I can't. Like, we got to beat these guys, whatever, blah blah blah. You thinking it's, about that? Yeah. Huh? You know, maybe the grass is greener over there. Two, we'll see. Two other know? schools have been mentioned as well: Texas A&M and Florida. 
Well, I mean, he's man, yeah, it's me. He just won the national championship and was the number one option as far as, as wide, wide receivers receiver, go. Yeah. yeah, as far as wide receivers, but Texas A and M and Alabama, that would be uh, man, that would be really nice. Jimbo's be, cooking I, up. I don't some know. Things. I don't see why you go to A and M. Like I, I get that you got Max Johnson out there, mm-hmm. but it's that offense is. I don't it's really get. Super I can see, I can see Alabama though. I don't really I get the uh, I, could, I, I would. I would get Alabama completely. I mean, unless if unless they're saying there's going to be slinging the rock around down at Florida and he could get all of the all yeah. of the yeah. refs. But yeah, I think that was interesting. That's too. the thing that that surprises me is like Texas A and M. Okay, that that is kind of odd, but but Florida just could where they're at right now just kind of interrupt. Then again, Jermaine Johnson goes to Florida State and they're they're he, literally he just he too, wanted so to go play. Like, that's yeah. what he wanted to do. Is he wanted to go he play? Got his ring. And yeah. so that's that's the thing. I think would be the only thing that would hold Jermaine Burton back from going to Alabama is the fear that he gets there and he's the third best guy on that roster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if you if you go somewhere and you know you're going to be the best guy and you're going to get all the reps and you have a good quarterback, like obviously Bryce Young, any wide receiver in the country would be silly for not wanting to play with Bryce Young. But I was watching those young dudes Alabama that's had right. yeah, in the national championship, and I know the kid was it Hall. Yeah, fourteen. Dro- no, uh, eighty. Three, the one that came in once Jamison got hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, he like, and he was running some great routes. He just Dropping. dropped the ball a couple yeah. times. But that's just a freshman, right? It's just not controlling his body the right way. But the routes were there, right? He was open, right? In on George's secondary, uh, I, <laughs> I'm not saying I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it will happen. I'm just saying that's got to be a consideration. Is do I get there? I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go play with Bryce Young, and they're like, yeah, every now and then, yeah. you'll play with Bryce Young. That's the tough part about you know transferring to Alabama. Uh, you know they got guys over there, but yeah, they're they have guys in their room that were rated higher than you. Yeah, rated higher than you, faster, better. Man, that's crazy. And though. Brooks Austin brought up a uh, pretty funny point about Jermaine Burton too. Is if you were a Georgia fan, you didn't expect this to happen. You should look at what he did in high school. Played for four different high schools. Oh, about Dang. that. Yeah, yeah, started in Marietta, ended up at IMG, and finished his uh, career in Calabasas. Yeah. So, hey. well, there you go. It's like AAU right now. Yeah. AAU basketball. It's, I mean, it's bad it, for the it, sport. It is what it is. Some some players and, and teams, whatever, that are players that they're just not shy to try and put themselves in the best situation no matter what. And uh, no, no matter how many times they got to go somewhere, right? So it is what it is. Uh, I don't think, I mean, the high school thing, we could go on, mm-hmm. I feel like, a yeah. long time for uh, about that. And uh, talk about a lot of different topics in college. I don't think it's the end of the world by any means, um, and and I certainly respect their decisions to to try and go somewhere and and see something better and and try and pursue that. Especially guys that are trying to just get their draft stock up and things like that. I mean, just helped your team win a national championship as well. Is what it is. Go go up, do what you can do, make your money, get your bag, and and maybe get some touchdowns along the way also. And I wonder how much maybe just like having conversations with those guys and them saying, hey, Stetson's coming back. Jermaine was just like, all right, more of the same. I'm out. Possibly, yeah. He's going to be looking for I, those tight ends a lot. I was going to say, I was, was going to say, even if it's whoever's under center, I think the fact is, even if Jermaine Burton came back, he would not be the number one option. Yep. No. And he might not have been the number two option was, uh, on that team, which is the fact that Brock Bowers is going to be the number one option for the period. next couple of years. Yeah. And I think A.D. Mitchell, who made the greatest catch in Georgia history as a true freshman, is says a lot about how good he could potentially be. And the, just the trust they've had in him since the beginning of the year, you got some dudes out there that are balling. So the other school I'd say watch out for is LSU uh, because Georgia's wide receiver coach, Cortez Hankton, 
just went out to take the same position at LSU. Yeah. So that's, I that's could see him bad. following him. But that Brian Kelly offense isn't overly catered towards wide receivers either. Not insanely. I mean, they, they do take some shots every now We're and then. We're talking about an offense I mean, that runs with some tight ends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's betting on himself. I'll put it like well, that. Well, I, I think that's What's the quality that's of smart. That's smart. Yeah. But I also, if you're talking about transfers, right, I think this is the opportunity the transfer portal now. Uh, one of the good parts of the transfer portal is it gives guys who have a real hope of going pro a chance to better their situation and better their stock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Sorry, you caught me. <laughs> well, in a thought, in another thought, you caught what me was also, the other thought? You caught me also thinking about... Uh, <laughs> Weird situation. Uh, Notre Dame's wide receivers. And uh, I think it was Brian Kelly there when, when Golden Tate was there. And Ooh. I believe Chase Claypool as well, a big, tall. Yeah, Claypool, yeah. You know, yeah, sure. d- yeah definitely. A big, tall receiver who, who can go out there and get it done. Sure. A big shot kind of guy. So uh, they do take some shots here and there. And Well, but I, think about it. You just talked about two wide receivers over Brian Kelly's entire tenure. <laughs> yeah. Like, Maybe I mean, that's what, why they who, stick out. Who's so the much? other best one? Jared right. Saltalamachia? No, Notre definitely Dame not. is it's definitely playing, known for offensive linemen. That's what they're known for. Quinn Nelson. Hey, Jared Sauls Lamacchia used to cook you Absolutely. out on the no, field. I, I no completely agree. You don't, know, you don't remember Jared Salta Lamacchia? Man, that's a weird name. Okay, do you remember? Okay, <laughs> let me ask you this. Let's <laughs> Who's do con- his quarterback? Let's do context clues. Brady Quinn. Okay, uh, now I know. With the Bush push? Brady Quinn. Okay, yeah. yeah I, actually, I used yeah. to actually like Brady Quinn. Those were the those were the games. He got drafted by the Browns. I need USC to be good again because those games were Awesome. Those games were great. Uh, they do have a history, though, of like if if you look, this is the one of my favorite things to look at in college football history. Like if you look at USC, Notre Dame, and mainly Ohio State too. Yeah. It's like they have insane, amazing college football teams and quarterbacks that just light it up and then go to the pros and do <laughs> absolutely nothing. Like oh, I, you, you could say it's because of where they're drafted and Brady Quinn. Of course, no, no one wants to go to the Browns, but like <laughs> still. There's been some other opportunities. I mean, Joe Burrow's with the Bengals. That's not too much better, and he's lighting it up. So, I I don't know. I don't think Ohio State has had a quarterback pan out in the league. Um, yeah. No, not yet. I mean, Justin Fields, he has a chance, obviously. But the best quarterback Haskins, they've Terrell had Pryor? pan out so nope. far is Braxton Miller. And, Boy, this is a, he this to is wide a early 2020 conversation that just like came all the way back in yeah, 2020. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> what just happened with the Ohio State quarterback talk? Uh, yeah. All right. We got a couple minutes here in this segment. I want to do something here. Kevin was uh, getting pretty spicy yesterday, and so Ke- Cam, don't look at the screen. Just yesterday. Don't, don't look at the screen. He was getting pretty spicy yesterday, and when he does, he starts fumbling over his words a little bit, which is interesting for somebody who gets paid to speak. Uh, but I want I you guys to try to figure out what Kevin Thomas is saying in oh, this man. audio clip. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Here we go. Cam, quit looking at the screen. No, I had to turn on. All right, all right, all right. Another peek on. Yep. Do it one more. Another peak on. Like another pink one? I don't know. Another peak on. Nah, I don't know what he was. PJ, saying. put the headphones on. Yeah, I. I'm gonna hand you the headphones, and let you sit there and listen with like the deep. See if Cam can hear him as well. See these guys, people in the car. You try to figure out too. What is Kevin saying? Another peak on. Another peak on. Another peak on. I have no clue. I uh, yeah, I don't know. Pink. Okay, hazard a guess. Another, Another pink, pink one. one. Uh, that's yeah. the, that's Another, what I no, keep okay, hearing. You guys, I know that's, that's not, not it. it. So what do you want? What do you think, Cam? That's Another what I was gonna say. But if that's not it. Another peak on. 
Y'all are Y'all are people? I don't know. All right, let's go to the full audio. Something. Other pick on, you would never do that, Ben, for hardly any other pick on the board. Every other pick. Kevin was trying to say every other pick there. Oh, my gosh. Other pick on, you would never do that, Ben, for hardly any other pick on the board. <laughs> so now that I say it, yeah. every, other pick, on, you, every other pick is what Kevin was trying to say there. Nah. Okay, well, that was a uh, major fail. The only I thing, like, I hear Kevin the pick. I hear the pit, and that's it. Like, <laughs> I thought he said the other penguin, the other pick one. <laughs> He's talking about penguins in here. Yeah, I'm like, okay, talking about penguins on a you know a sports radio show. Listen, we talk about a <laughs> lot of things on this show. I don't think we could fault Kevin if he decided to talk about penguins. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, I got a, I got a theoretical question for PJ when we come back. This is second down on ESPN. Radio. On ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. All right, it's my favorite thing to do to PJ. Just throw a question at him that he has had mentally no time to prepare for. What is your favorite sports season, right? We have regular seasons in all the sports. We have preseason, which a lot of people love because you're just like building up to the hype. We have the postseason as well. When it comes to the seasons, the reason I ask is because I could take or leave NFL regular season football if I'm being a 1,000% honest. I have my team that I care about in the Atlanta Falcons, but for the most part, games don't matter, right? If, if you lose three games in a row, you can still make the playoffs, right? I love NFL playoffs just because of the winner go home. But for me, the best season of any sport, and I think this is true for a lot of people in their cars listening right now, college football regular season. I just, I think it's undefeated. And if you want to go like micro even into that and say like you can go rivalry week in college football, you can go October in college football, say the opening week of college football is usually awesome, but just the regular season of college football, I would stack it above anything. Like in NBA playoffs, regular season of college football is better. You can lose three games in a series and still win the series. Mm-hmm. I just think day, game in and game out, the regular season of college football is elite. Yeah, I think that's that's probably what makes a lot of us such big fans of college football itself, uh, but I, I would have to agree. I think that the first thought I had was if I'm being honest, at first I thought you were just talking about like weather for some reason. Yes, I don't, I don't we know. We know what your like answer is for that. Time of year, but it, it all matches up, and I think that's why I love it so much. Right? Is is like yes, regular regular season college football, but I would say like the last four or five weeks is just perfect, especially when it's good, when it's intriguing. I think this year was very intriguing. Although I did think like Georgia was the best team all year. Still, you had, you know, is Cincinnati gonna? win out are they going to be able to hold on to it and, and keep things close is Oklahoma State going to be able to you know put their their name in there and finally get past Oklahoma and and all this and then Baylor of course started you know came up into it and Michigan with the surprise so like when it's good like this it's it's perfect those last four or five weeks of college football are of course the whole regular season I mean, how, fantastic. how good was the but, Iron Bowl yeah like, have you, has the NFL made incredible. you feel like that all year not, not the really. last drive of the Iron Bowl has anything been that intriguing? Uh, you know Maybe. what? You know I put close twenty nine twenty nine in overtime. Yeah, I there, put that up there's there. There's one. There's one, and that's it. And it about had the to, Chargers and Raiders. Yeah, it oh, had yeah. to go to insane amounts of excitement not to even be able to get there. No. All right. No. <laughs> All right. So Cam's a big time NBA fan, though. So I'm curious about this. Oh, one. I actually, you would be shocked. I actually agree with you guys. Um, okay. Maybe a couple of years ago, I would have said NBA. Right. But the NBA has just been bad. Um, as far as the playoffs since Kevin Durant went to Golden State, that was 2017. Yeah. College football, 
It's been undefeated my entire life. Um, you just don't know what we know. Alabama's going to be there, but you don't know what the heck is going to happen with all the other teams in the country. And it's the best sport, in my personal opinion, in the world. I go college football, go NBA, NFL. I'm always going to stay stay that way. Even though I love the NBA more, I think college football is the better, more interesting right. sport. It's more engaging. And what, so. I, what I think is crazy about college football, too, and we always talk about the fact of how valuable the regular season is, but it's like the why is the regular season so valuable? You have four spots for 130 teams. Yeah. Right? And so at some point during the season, a team is going to have the moment or the fan base is going to have the moment for 126 of them, where they say, we got to start getting ready for next year. Right. I mean, it happens early for a lot of fans, which is just the soul-crushing when you lose that, like, that week six, like your second loss is week six. Yeah. That just soul-crushing. Because you lose the first one, and you're like, all right. Yeah, we still can. It's a good time to lose, right? Right, yeah. Beginning of the year is the best time to lose, right? Because we can get it together. It's just one loss. Could still win our conference and get in, and then like two weeks later, bam, you get that second loss, and you're just like, all right, so how's recruiting looking? Because yep. only sport where regular season matters. Exactly, and it's, it's true. the only one. I, I just I I thought about it because I was like, you know what? I I love I love like I love the World Cup, right? I love the Euros. I, I love, you know, I would say that the a few of like the domestic cups. Uh, around Europe are really fun to watch too, especially like when you're in England and you have teams that are just like local pub teams. Yeah. And they're just like, what, why are they on the same field as Cristiano Ronaldo? But <laughs> yeah. it's just like a lot of those are super fun to watch. But when it comes to just like adrenaline weekend and week out for a chance to win, like how good was Ole Miss Arkansas? I know ESPN Incredible. just ranked that as the best game of the season, but Georgia was Arkansas's first loss. And then they go and have to follow that up by going to Ole Miss and it's a 52-51 loss. Mm-hmm. Like that's just coming off the highs of beating Texas for Arkansas. I, it's just it's undefeated for me. But I do think we're getting set up for some really fun NFL playoff games that have a lot of stakes to them. And I think what's intriguing about this year are there, there's some different storylines going on here. This there's might some, be the best one in the wild. Yeah, there's some yeah. new faces that are showing up that have a chance. Like if, if Joe Burrow and then boys can make some noise, you have I think a really competitive game. Uh, between the Rams and the Buccaneers coming up. I mean, yeah. who would have thought yeah. before we'd be saying Tom Brady, Matt Stafford right, in a divisional round playoff game? I was hoping, to be honest right? with you, because like, I've always respected Matt Stafford, but no, it's it's going to be incredible. And think about Tom Brady versus that defense, too. Correct. I mean, that's Aaron Donald, Tom Brady, that's all you need to say. That is a <laughs> yeah. heavyweight matchup. we got to take a quick break. We'll come back with more right here on Second Down. Second Down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source all right, if you guys could choose right now, who what was your dream Super Bowl matchup? Oh man! Um, oh, teams remaining. This obviously. is easy. Uh, Packers and Chiefs. That's the dream. That's the dream Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers that's and Mahomes good. going yeah. back and forth. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's that's Come pretty on. good. The, they're twins, man. They're twins, literally. Yeah, yeah. I I think that'd be it. Uh, other than that, maybe like, you know, it'd be crazy. Like, just throwing out everything. What about like Rams Bengals? Like that'd be wild. That'd dude. be fun. That'd be it'd be fun. Like that'd that defense against Joe Burrow and and that offensive firepower. Can the Rams do anything on offense? Unlike the last time they I, got in the Super Bowl. Like see, it, I think my dream one fun. is is Rams Chiefs. I want to see Rams, that defense Chiefs. against that offense. Yeah, I want to see Jalen Ramsey fun. locking up Tyreek Hill, or Tyreek Hill cooking Jalen Ramsey. That'd be no, nasty. That's what I go for. <laughs> that'd be. I go for Tyreek Hill getting him out. Or just that. Cooper Cup running free in that secondary. 
It's funny how oh, like, yeah. this is just like ingrained in my mind as it's Tom Brady against anybody, right? And, uh, my first thought was like Tampa Bay, Kansas City again. It like sucks. I know we've already seen it, but it sucks. The NFC is so loaded. I think it I think Tampa, Tampa yeah. Bay is going to lose. Yeah, and I know yeah. you don't make money betting against Tom Brady. This I know is the it, year. but they're they're going to get bounced either by the Rams, by the Packers. Someone's going to bounce them before they get back to the Super Bowl. He can't. He just can't. He can't do it. He again. can't go back it, no. to the eleventh one. If he wins, if he wins it again, I won't watch I, the NFL. I think honestly, the, the game <laughs> of the year, if of the playoffs, if if they have it, is going to be Packers Tampa Bay. Uh, oh no, no, that's likely in Lambo yeah, again. The saying. rematch yeah, from last, last year, last year yeah. Yeah. and that game was insane. So. And where Aaron Rodgers' coaching staff just let him down. Oh, absolutely. You have Aaron Rodgers and you don't go for <laughs> don't, it. Don't speak on it. You have Aaron Rodgers and you don't go for don't it. Don't speak on it. That's where we're at absolutely right now. Absolutely ridiculous. Almost broke my TV. Don't yep, speak on exactly. it. Also, there's uh, there's three former Washington NFL team uh, coaches that are now head coaches that are still in the playoffs. So, Washington fans, there you go. We're taking you out on that. 